This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. What, what, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like oh, this, so there's, perhaps a, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance? Well, I'm, I, so, I, 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 oh I, my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. <laughs> That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, you, you, the well, name of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the, coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come okay, wait, okay, wait, okay, wait a second, wait a what second. What about this, what about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right, John. oh my God, oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be. That could be. another surprising development this weekend. Uh, the Department of Energy released a new report saying a lab leak is the most likely origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, there it is. Chinese wet markets, you're off the hook. Let's order a round of pangolin poppers for the table. I love a nice plate of wet apps. Now, if you're... Can we get some civet fingers, please? Now, if, like me, you're wondering why the Department of Energy is the one making this judgment, it's because that agency oversees a network of U.S. national laboratories, some of which conduct advanced biological research. No, no. Bad energy department. No bio labs until you finish building your electric car charging stations. Stay in your lane. You don't see... You don't see, you don't see, you don't see the Census Bureau building nukes, but whatever. Who am I to say? They're the energy department. I'm sure they're smart. They wouldn't release these findings unless they were absolutely confident. What's that? They made their judgment with low confidence. Yeah, you can tell by the way they deliver the news. 
Um, maybe it was a lab leak. That's stupid. Forget I said anything. <laughs> now, it turns out, no matter what the Energy Department says, not everyone in the government agrees. You see, while the Department of Energy suspects it was a lab leak, four other agencies, along with a national intelligence panel, still judge that the pandemic was likely the result of a natural transmission, and the CIA remains undecided. In fact, the CIA issued the following statement. Which virus? No, that one wasn't us. <laughs> huh? That was not, that wasn't there. There was also uh, no theory put forth by, quote, another agency that officials wouldn't name. Wait a second. There's a United States intelligence agency so secret they can't even say its name? Is it Rumpelstiltskin? Is it, is it fight Voldemort? <laughs> Anyway, we'll have more on this story as soon as anyone has anything they can prove. Some new comments from the head of the FBI adding to the debate over the origin of COVID-19, whether the Chinese government covered up where the virus came from. This is a bipartisan congressional committee set its sights on what it calls China's threat to the United States and to our national security. NBC News senior Capitol Hill correspondent Garrett Hake has the latest. A blunt new assessment from the head of the FBI about the origins of COVID-19, deepening the debate this morning over what triggered the global pandemic. The FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident. The FBI's agents, analysts, and biological threat experts assessing that a lab in Wuhan, China, was the virus's likely source. The Chinese government denies that, but FBI Director Chris Wray says they've tried to hide evidence from the world. The observation that the Chinese government seems to me has been doing its best to try to thwart and obfuscate uh, the work here, the work that we're doing. Ray's comments coming just days after news broke that the U.S. Department of Energy also concluded with low confidence that the virus, which has killed more than 1.1 million Americans, had likely originated from a laboratory leak and described it as an accident. Other U.S. agencies believe the virus emerged naturally, a view which had been the mainstream scientific consensus for much of the pandemic. The evidence strongly points to this being a natural occurrence of a jumping of a virus from a bat to an animal species to human. The renewed debate over the pandemic's origin among the topics explored in the first primetime hearing of a new bipartisan select committee in Congress, focusing on competition between China and the United States. And do you believe that China has taken the appropriate steps to make a future lab leak less likely? I think that the system that's in place in China does not permit for or prize uh, serious safety. The committee's Republican chairman telling NBC News he hopes its work serves as a national wake-up call. I hope people understand why they should care about the threat posed by the Chinese Communist Party, why this is not just a distant, over-there problem, but increasingly a problem that affects all Americans right here at home. Garrett Hake. Okay, uh, Wednesday, 1 March, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Uh, we're going to talk about that China hearing last night, which obviously we've pushed for for a long time, but... You know, Gallagher, yeah, I don't know, man. You got to step it up. You got to give me some showtime. It's, it was, it was, uh, you got the, some of the wrong people up there. It's not competition. The Chinese Communist Party is at war with the United States of America. Let's be blunt. 
And we had all this back three years ago. And all you get is namby-pamby wandering around. Everybody knows. Everybody in China knows. All the guys in the CCP, they know that the Wuhan lab is a level four uh, bioweapons research facility. Okay? And it's very interesting that Ray finally came out and he said, call it an incident, not an accident. It's a lab incident, not an accident. Let's bring in, uh, we've got uh, two. We've got Rebecca Koffler wrote a great piece a couple weeks ago for the New York Post about this. But I want to start uh, with Natalie. Uh, Natalie, you, you see, na- now everybody wants to get on the train about this. And here's, here's why the timing of this is, is interesting. This is all because um, she, Zelensky is rubbing up on she is his new bestie. Right. And, and all of a sudden they're, they're leaking information nonstop about what we've had for years. In fact, more powerful about the Wuhan lab because they're trying to somehow uh, because it's all about Ukraine. It's all about their beloved Ukraine. Now that China's sticking their nose in uh, Biden's, uh, you know, uh, you know, relationship with Zelensky, they're all up in arms. Walk us through, Natalie, the the. Why this is so pathetic uh, uh, from the American uh, uh, administrative state. And here's what's particularly pathetic. Oh, they won't help us. They're not cooperating. Then cut them off with the money. Cut them off with technology. Censor the, the senior leaders of the Chinese Communist Party. Seize their assets. Sanction them immediately. This thing is called devastation. We're going to get Cortez in here. We need reparations. People in this country, the trillions of dollars and trillions of dollars it cost us. You think the national debt's a thirty-two trillion? Look how much got put up during the pandemic. Stop whining. They won't help us. They're not being cooperative. Well, screw them. If they're not going to be cooperative, force their cooperation or shut them down here. Start taking their assets here in the United States. This is pathetic. You're supposed to be the most powerful, you know, entity in mankind's history. They won't help us. They're so bad. They won't help us. It's pathetic. Natalie Winters. Well, I think the other important aspect of the timing angle is the fact that the Chinese spy balloon really, really exposed the Biden regime's pretty evident weakness on the Chinese Communist Party, but it's almost so in your face that they now have to, in some way, shape, or form, sort of come out and pretend to be tough on the Chinese Communist Party, which, as we know, is a position that the Biden regime could never actually hold or or mean to their core because of the compromise that they have at the hands of Hunter Biden and and obviously Joe Biden's political career. Um, But what is, I think, so important to understand is that You know, this assessment coming from the Department of Energy, right, of all the intelligence agencies that they could have chosen, I feel like DOE is probably the least offensive. And what I mean by that is that the DOE stops short of calling this, you know, a biowarfare attack, calling it what it is, calling it out uh, as an intentional release, right? They say it's an accident and they say it's low confidence. Um, So while it's great because, you know, the signal, not the noise there, is that we've been vindicated as we've known all along, but the noise coming out of the DOE uh, really stops short, I think, of anything super, super meaningful in terms of holding the Chinese Communist Party to account. Um, And it goes back, you know, in the, the mainstream media clip that you played, They talk about this so-called mainstream narrative 
on the origins of COVID, which was, of course, buttressed by all the fact checkers, you know, entities like Lead Stories, which we had the, the editor in chief of that on, Alan Duke, if you remember two years ago, you know, they were citing researchers from the Wuhan Institute of Virology to conduct their fact checks on articles that I had written at the National Pulse and show clips from War Room. And the scientists that were writing the statements, whether on behalf of the Lancet Medical Journal, the World Health Organization, all of these, you know, so-called trust the expert groups, they were all part of a, I would argue, decades long, but at least since the onset of COVID-19, intensive political warfare compromise campaign conducted by the Chinese Communist Party. So this so-called mainstream narrative about the origins of COVID is, is playing exactly in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. And honestly, there, there's no meaningful difference in terms of the editorial line of most of these mainstream media outlets and that of Chinese state-run media up until a few days ago. So I don't want to hear the pivot, the spin from these news outlets as they're, you know, lamenting that, you know, the CCP isn't being transparent because these people, these very same people, are the ones who are championing international collaboration. You know, remember in the early days of COVID-19 when we were debating here in the United States whether or not to shut off travel to China, Anthony Fauci was funding studies at the Wuhan Institute of Virology where they were writing papers about how we need to not only keep those borders open, keep travel going, but why U.S. and China scientific collaboration is key. These people don't understand, and I think you even saw that at the hearing last night, and Washington, D.C., because the CCP has conducted these very, very elaborate and intensive foreign influence campaigns, um, you can't call the CCP out for what they are, which is an existential threat. Um, and it's not the CCP that acts alone. COVID is a perfect example. Wherever you find the CCP's chaos that they inflict here in the United States, the American establishment is always there, either helping them fund it or helping support it. You know, example, Anthony Fauci funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We know from those emails that went back and forth, Fauci hid from Trump, from the task force, from Navarro, from everybody. He hid the real relationships. In fact, they were emailing back and forth to try to suppress the information. This is what we, we need. These hearings have got to be a lot tougher. So far, and we'll talk about the China thing last night. It, no offense. Nobody, nobody watched it. It had no buzz, no heat, right? No heat. And they start off with, oh, we're in a strategic competition. We're not in a strategic competition. They're at war with us. Let's be blunt. Let's stop lying to the American people. Oh, they're not helping us. Three years. They're not helping us. Cut off their money. Seize their assets here in the United States. Start playing Smash Mouth. It's a bioweapon that was released into the world, and particularly the United States of America. Second only to... The fentanyl, the second opium war, they're, they're running on us right now. we got to stop being wimps. Stop being pencil necks. Confront the enemy. Short break. Back in a moment. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. And it's only going to get worse. 
Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. And about the investigation to COVID origins. Is the FBI in charge of the investigation of the origins of the coronavirus? Uh, we certainly have a role in looking into the origins of the coronavirus. Now there's this Department of Energy study uh, that says it's likely uh, to have come from a lab leak, although the confidence is low. It cites the FBI. What is the determination by the FBI? So, uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Let me step back for a second. You know, the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, et cetera, who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses like COVID, uh, and the concerns that, that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, a hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, the threats that those could pose. So here you're talking about a potential leak from a Chinese government controlled lab that killed millions of Americans. And that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for. I should add that, uh, that our work related to this continues. And there are not a whole lot of details I can share that aren't, aren't classified. I will just make the observation that the Chinese government seems to me has been doing its best to try to thwart and obfuscate uh, the work here, the work that we're doing, the work that our U.S. government and, and close foreign partners okay, are doing. Okay, okay, um, dude, you're rounding up. You're sending. You're sending the jackboots from your Gestapo to roll up the people, uh, the the folks uh, praying the rosary. You got 15 guys at Hawk's house up in Pennsylvania. You got jackboots everywhere going after parents' rights movement because they don't want their kids to have drag queen story hour. Uh, with, you know, pornography in kindergarten. You're all over that. This is three years. This is so wimpy. And Brett Barry, ask a couple of tough questions where you just stop sitting there like a moron nodding with the knitted brow. We know you play a newsman, but it's time to ask a tough question or removing and get somebody ask a tough question. By the way, if you want some interesting reading, read Rupert Murdoch's. Talk about a hapless old man, which I've said for years. An evil, hapless old man. Read his deposition in the uh, in the. They'll never go to court because they're never going to allow that guy to get on the stand. Trust me, it would be the end of the Murdoch, you know, myth of Murdoch. Um, uh, by the way, a guy who is virulently anti-Trump and virulently anti-populist. Uh, Natalie wonders how pathetic is that? Right, they're three years into it and they're sitting there. They won't help us. We don't know, dude. You're kicking down the doors of every. 
uh, you know, pro-life people saying the rosary. You're you're hassling uh, the the people that are um, uh, you know going to school boards. You know you you, you got let you you're sending you're doing internal reports on Latin mass Catholics. It couldn't be a bigger group of hobbits. My mom and dad were, were Tridentine Catholic. They couldn't be the that's the the hobbits of the hobbits. That's all in the Shire. Hang over a second. I'm gonna play something. It's because Natalie, you had the great Monica Crowley on yesterday. And there's something, there's something not right here. I can't figure out this Ukraine, the love affair with Ukraine. And it's, it's something deeply sick, okay? And there's something not right going on, and there's a lot of things. But this is what the FBI should be doing. Chris Ray's got to be fired immediately. What, what is the House doing? Why are these things taking so long? Why are you not on time? I agree with Mike Davis. We're going to have Mike Davis up here. We got you in power. We had, to, we had to take a week and fight you. And you said, oh, my God, it's going to slow everything down. You should have been on this months ago. And Gallagher, no offense, like that. don't be trashing Joe McCarthy. Don't be trashing Joe McCarthy. Joe McCarthy got to the bottom of a lot of stuff, including who sold us out and gave the Chinese Communist Party China, which was the U.S. government State Department, okay, chock-a-block with communists that were sympathetic to the agrarian populism of the CCP got totally boy just use the f word right there boom there there goes there goes a fine I'm worked up you know why I'm worked up because it's so obvious what's going on here they're at war with us and we got the most namby pamby embarrassing do you think they you think the CCP respects this you think there's CCP the Chinese Communist Party these guys are gangsters they're global gangsters. Do you think they, res- they see their uh, Chris Ray yammering on and whining after three years and the government not doing anything? And the reason the government's not doing anything, the financial uh, e- executive order just came out. Biden warded it down. Why did Biden ward it? Just, it's now for transparency. It's not talking about the investments, getting the investments out. Why did Biden do it in the executive order? It's very simple why Biden did it. They're compromised, financially compromised. By the uh, by, but you can tell on the laptop from hell they're financially compromised at the highest levels of the Chinese Communist Party. Let me play the because this goes to the Monica Crowley interview yesterday. I thought was quite interesting because Monica is as smart as they go. Uh, let me as, let me play this Marco Rubio, Victoria Newland. Then I'm gonna bring in uh, Natalie and we're gonna get Rebecca Koffler. Let's go ahead and play it. Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100 percent it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Oh, yeah, like Victoria, you never do that. Right there, you see her. <clears throat> She's the problem. 
She's the problem. And this is where we're going to get the we're going to get the tapes on Zelensky later. Zelensky saying now your sons and daughters are going to go die on the Ukrainian battlefield to save NATO. Okay, because the Germans' kids are not going to do it. The Germans have the lowest participation in the military in history. Uh, that was a non-answer, was it not, uh, Natalie Winters? Well, of course, uh, I would expect nothing less from Victoria Newland. But I think people need to understand not just that these bio labs exist on the proximal border of Ukraine and Russia and their level three biosafety labs at that, um, but there have been deleted web pages that I had uncovered. I believe we broke this about a year ago, um, talking about what exactly the type of work these labs were engaged in. Um, and they weren't just working with, you know, deadly pathogens or dangerous pathogens. In this one article that I had uncovered, which again, buried lead, they erased it. Um, they were actually working with, quote, especially dangerous pathogens. Uh, it was Obama who began the construction of these labs. Um, and what is really interesting is that in 2016, there was actually a conference at one of these facilities um, with Ukrainian leaders. I believe there were some Polish diplomats there, too, um, but also a lot of United States government representatives, um, particularly from the Department of defense, which I think maybe gives us some idea of the sort of research they were conducting there. And of course, the other very interesting link to all of this, which I, when I broke this, uh, the fact checkers came out in full force, I'm sure probably in part directed by uh, Chris Ray and the FBI. Um, but Hunter Biden had invested a very sizable amount of money in a, in a pandemic tracking and response firm called Metabiota. Um, and Metabiota was a long-term partner of a lot of these Ukrainian biolabs. They had facilities set up there. They were working um, in these taxpayer kind of funded, erected facilities. Um, so that's sort of the other the other link that I, I think really reeks in terms of what exactly is going on there. And the Biden regime has kind of continued to just not answer the question or kind of uh, just distance themselves. But in their own words, like I said, in these deleted articles and deleted web pages, even in the pitch decks of Hunter Biden's. Uh, own company, you can see that these, like I said, level three biosafety labs do exist. So I think the question is, why are they lying about it? Uh, Rebecca, why is the, uh, it seems the intelligence agencies have done such a terrible job three years into this, we're getting this namby-pamby, oh, low confidence from the weapons lab, and you got uh, DNI, CIA. We all know it was a PLA-controlled, reporting to the CCP-controlled, uh, bio, biological warfare research Institute. Of that, there is no doubt and no question. Why is it, why is the intelligence service has been so weak on this? Two reasons, uh, Steve. First is incompetence, and second is extreme politicization of intelligence, especially at the upper echelons. Um, look, uh, COVID is an example of a biological uh, weapon that the Chinese have been researching for decades, and in fact. We knew, our own government knew, that China does have an offensive biological weapons program. We knew that since uh, 2005. And in fact, State Department called them on that, and the Chinese denied it. They said, oh, it's purely uh, defensive. So uh, Chris Ray uh, kept talking about how he couldn't reveal some classified information. Well, um, 
American people are no fools, right? Uh, most of American people already knew, thanks to you, you know, who assessed on this program back on January 23rd, 2020, exactly what COVID-19 was, that it was, in fact, a type of uh, biological weapon, and it was uh, coming from the lab, right? And so uh, intelligence analysts, intelligence agencies failed at their primary mission, uh, Steve, which is to provide strategic warning to protect Americans from the threat before it actually materializes. And they failed miserably at this mission because more than one million of Americans died. Seven million people. Rebecca, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca, Hank. Hang on for one second. We'll take a short commercial break. I have Rebecca Kaufler, Natalie Winters, and we've got D. Steve Cortez going to join us next. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report, a $100 value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. United States are suggesting that a growing number of Americans believe that the U.S. is giving too much support to Ukraine. What would your message be on the anniversary to those Americans? Thank you. I would like to thank the American people. I would like to thank all of the American people that are supporting Ukraine, the Congress, the President, the TV uh, channels, the journalists, and everyone that has been supporting us. And that uh, percentage of uh, Americans, as uh, you've mentioned, is increasing. Uh, I can tell them only one thing. If they do not change their opinion, if they do not understand us, if they do not support Ukraine, they will uh, lose NATO, they will lose uh, the cloud of the United States, they will lose the leadership position that they are joining the world, uh, that they are joined for a very fair reason, and they will lose the support of the country with 40 millions of population, with millions of children. Our American 
American children any different than ours? Don't Americans enjoy the, the same things uh, as we do? I don't think we're that different. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's uh, nature that we're talking about and they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Let me have it. <clears throat> okay, here right there, Cortez. He couldn't be more up in your grill. This is what you're paying for, ladies and gentlemen. I told yeah. you from the very beginning on the first day, they're going to bleed you out on, um, on, on your money first, and then they're coming for your kids. Steve Cortez. Yes, and I mean, just... It's appalling and it's actually hard to watch, Steve, that tape, but we need to watch it because we need to be fully cognizant and aware of the intimidation here from this hectoring and autocratic ingrate, okay? And that's who he is. You would think, given that we are totally supporting his government financially, given that we are the ones escalating the war that he wants, not because it's in our self-interest, but it's in his and the self-interest of the oligarchs there in Ukraine, you would think that there would be at least a modicum of gratitude. But instead, all we get from Zelensky are threats, right? When he's not busy taking a photo shoot for Vogue or welcoming American celebrities and Biden and Yellen uh, to visit Kiev, a place that supposedly is one of the most dangerous places in the world, yet these celebs uh, go around a carousel constantly. But when he's not busy with those activities, what is he doing? He is constantly pushing a ridiculous maximalist narrative to the United States, trying to threaten us that our sons and daughters are at risk. Now, in a sense, in a perverse sense, he's correct because they are at risk right now, but only because the Biden administration insists on escalating this regional ethnic Slavic struggle that has no definable, discernible U.S. national security interest. And I challenge those who say it does. Don't give me platitudes. Don't talk about liberty and the rule of law, the rules-based order, the new world order. Don't give me any of those platitudes and that pablum. All right, give us a realistic, realpolitik reason. Why does it matter to the United States, number one? And this case should be made to the U.S. Congress. That's what the Constitution demands. It's also what common sense and any sense of ethics demands. Make that case to the U.S. Congress. That's number one. And then number two, if it truly is in our national interest, then what is the plan? Because the plan can't be an open checkbook, okay? Cannot be. Number one, we can't afford it. We simply cannot afford it. We are borrowing this money that we're sending there. So what is the plan? Can't be open checkbook. What's the actual plan if this is in our national interest for the United States with a reasonable amount of risk to achieve these supposed goals there? Now, let me also just lastly state, this is not, of course, in America's interest at all. Is it in Western Europe's interest? Maybe. I don't even know that that's a case, but that's not our problem. That should be their problem. And the point is the wealthy, advanced countries of Italy and Germany and France and the UK, if this is actually an existential threat, then it is their problem. It is their deal to, to manage right now. The United States is done saving Europe. We are done financing Europe. NATO, let's just be honest about what it is. It's not really an alliance. It is a protectorate by the generosity of the American taxpayer. And it does not make sense for us any longer now that there is not a USSR any longer. So Europe, if this is indeed a problem for you, I don't think it is, but if it truly is, step up, put on your big boy pants, and start to manage this, start to finance it, take care of business in your own neighborhood. 
I think, look, we've tried to kick the can down the road about NATO. Basically, Western Europe's been a vassal state of the United States. Let's be blunt. We paid for all the defense. Um, it's time. And I think, let me play this again. I think people have to embrace what this punk is saying. You have to understand he's, he's telling you the truth. And the media doesn't want to cover it. Nobody wants to talk about it. We said this on day one. They're coming for your kids. All you are is a hobbit. All you are is a deplorable. You're just a unit of production and consumption, okay, to pay your taxes, to keep your mouth shut, and to send your sons and daughters onto foreign battlefields to die, and not to die for the defense of the United States of America, to die for the globalists, to die for their agenda, okay? Your children, not their kids, your children. And Zelensky gives it to you with both barrels. Let me play it again. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war. And they will have to fight because it's uh, nature that we're talking about. And they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. Okay, that, that's incorrect. And he says earlier, the different, what's the difference between uh, U.S. children and Ukrainian children? There's a big difference. Our children are American citizens, mm -hmm. and what they should be defending is the vital national security interest of the United States, punk. The guy's nothing but a pimp. And conservative yeah. ink that holds him up as some hero, it just shows how, how revolting and how yeah. you guys miss the mark. Hey, no offense, because your sons and daughters are not fighting either, okay? Mm -hmm. This is outrageous, and it's now time, I think, to have the deeper discussion. If Western Europe's got to stand on its own two feet, it's just as wealthy as the United States— Look at Davos. Look at Switzerland. Look at, look at, by the way, Switzerland's holding up the arms going over there. Look at Italy. Look at France. Look at all the beautiful places, right? All the great thing, all the money they got. And they got full uh, pensions, which, by the way, the U.S. citizens are paying for the pensions of the Ukrainian government. Do you got a pension out there in the audience? Under 35 years old, you suckers that vote for Biden, because that's what you are, suckers. You're underwriting the pensions in Ukraine. You got a pension? How's your pension doing? Oh, you right. don't? How's your full health care doing? You don't have that? They got it in European countries. You know why? Because they don't pay for their defense. You do. It's time mm -hmm. now, I think, to cut the NATO thing free. If, look, if, if, if Western Europe's so afraid of Russia, they're so afraid of them, they're taking their natural gas and getting the pipelines or anything. It's so afraid of Russia. You guys stand up to it. You guys go there and stand up to it. We're out. We're out. It should have happened at the end of World War I, at the end of World War II. In the Cold War, boom, you guys got your deal, you got your wealth, you make it hard for us to trade, you make it hard for us, you're always running some scam on automobiles or whatever. Time now to stand up and defend yourself. You're so great, stand up and defend yourself. We're out. He, he's going to say, your sons and daughters are going to go die for NATO? Right. No, no, no. That would be incorrect, sir. Steve Cortez. Yeah, and you know, here's an important point, too. Uh, and again, just how maximalist. Zelensky is uh, and how you know megalomani megalomaniacal he really is, is that he is now openly stating what I think he used to say privately. He's now openly stating that part of the aim of this war is going to be to retake Crimea. Crimea, which is fully Russian speaking, and as we can best tell, fully once in terms of the populace there to be part of Russia. Now, here's the here's the illogic of this analysis that that we should be supporting this man who wants to retake Crimea. Uh, if that were a valid goal, if it were important to the national security of the United States, then why didn't we do it in 2014? Then why wouldn't we then 
under Vice President Biden, under President Obama at that time. Why would this not have been of such vital importance to the United States when Russia took Crimea? Well, instead, we quite rightly made the decision that this is not in the national interest of the United States that this Slavic struggle has gone on for time immemorial, and they have been battling over these very lands for centuries, and in all likelihood, will battle over them for centuries into the future. Thankfully, Steve, they're lands that don't matter to the United States of America. They're of no economic they or strategic don't matter. importance. We could care nation. less. I could care less about Ukraine fighting Russia. I could care less. The Ukrainian people care about it. God bless them. I think that's great. And if they got allies in, in, in Europe that wants to fund that and do it, God bless them. They've been fighting over this territory for 5,000 years, the Tartars, the Cossacks, the Huns, all of it. They're going to be fighting 5,000 years in the future. Our vital national security is on that southern border. And the vital national security is also in Taiwan, where 25% of our economy dumped. What we ought to do right now is tell NATO, hey, we're out, and, and, and go into Taiwan and say we dropped the one-China policy. Taiwan should be an independent nation. Is an independent nation. Suck on that. OK, you want to get to the heart of it. It's the Chinese Communist Party's the problem. They're also underwriting the KGB in Moscow. Give me the thing about to, to add to the humiliation. I want to just make sure everybody understands what's happened just the last 72 hours. We have sat there and whined as a gov- the administrative state has whined. China's not helping us on the labs. They're not giving anything. They're blocking us at the same time. Yellen's over there in Ukraine, essentially as the finance minister. Steve Cortez, we're underwriting the entire deal over there, sir. Yeah, as the finance minister for Ukraine, at a time when the American economy, which of course is her primary first and foremost responsibility, her only professional responsibility as far as her her life goes, at a time that the American economy is is floundering right now, and particularly for middle and lower income folks, is in a deep, deep recession, teetering on depression. Where is she? She is in Kiev handing out literally billions of dollars that, again, this is so important that we are borrowing, that we do not have billions of dollars that we are borrowing to give to this megalomaniac, uh, uh, you know, really illegitimate leader who believes that he is more of a rock star um, and and a Davos set dilettante than he is a legitimate leader of a country. A man who, by the way, remember what an autocrat he is, a man who has literally outlawed churches in Ukraine, who has nationalized the media, made all of it state run, who has outlawed opposition parties. He sounds a little, when you really take a, a cold look at him, he sounds a lot more like Putin than most Americans want to believe. The point is, neither one of them is a good guy. Neither one of them has the best interest of the United States at heart. But here's the great news. Neither one of them matters very much to the United States if we would simply take a real politic view of realism and restraint and realize where our national interests lie and where they don't. And to your point, our national interests do lie in Taiwan, unfortunately. It's a a terrible predicament that we're in. It's decades in the making. It's going to take at least years for us to reverse that. We should not be technologically and economically beholden to Taiwan. But the reality is we are. And so that absolutely matters. It existentially matters to the United States economy and the Pacific in general does. Uh, But the bloodlands of of Eastern Europe, uh, of the Black Sea region, thankfully, mattered not at all to the citizens of this country. And we have such severe, dire problems here, including our own border. We need to refocus that attention back where it belongs. By the way, we're a Pacific nation and a Pacific power. We're not these Atlanticists. And particularly, it's offensive. Victoria Nuland, there are so many people that have all these deep family relationships and family ties into Mm -hmm. the Ukraine. This whole Ukraine thing, there's something 
very wrong about this. We're going to get to the bottom of it and not going to run around with all the speculation. There's something deeply wrong with this, this maniacal. When you have the Secretary of Treasury, she's over there laying the roses on the thing and giving billions of dollars, another $10 billion, another $1.2 she commit there, and she is not. It's beneath her to go to East Palestine, Ohio, where the hobbits, the deplorables, right, MAGA, American citizens are suffering, including working-class Democrats. Okay, short commercial break. We've got, I think we can work it out, Speaker Newt Gingrich next in the war room. Everything's and you are over. Cause we're taking down. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Patriots, tragically, massive corporate layoffs, they are accelerating, especially in the tech space. But one job that's very much in demand, being a repo man, because Americans cannot afford their cars. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk. Last year, 2022, Americans lost $1 trillion in real disposable income. That was the worst percentage drop since the Great Depression, making it incredibly hard for Americans to deal with rising interest rates and more expensive loans on things like automobiles. Car payments, $1,000 a month or higher, that's now 16% of all auto loans, all-time high. For context, three years ago, that number was only 6% which translates into a giant jump in the percentage of Americans who are severely delinquent in their auto loans, meaning they haven't paid in three months. We just put in a number of almost 6% there, which is worse than the levels of the Great Recession of 2008-2009. Patriots, these numbers, this economic reality, makes it imperative that the House GOP hold the line regarding the debt ceiling. Okay, I, I've got Cortez. I'm going to come back to you in a second, Steve. But Mike Allen, by the way, Mike Allen owes uh, Cortez uh, some money here for uh, licensing. This morning, Axios finally caught up with War Room and Steve Cortez, what, weeks afterwards, their lead stories about this, about the car del- delinquencies. As the reality of the Depression 
of middle class and working class people in this country. Cortez, we're going to come right back to you on all this, all the capital markets economy. Very honored to have Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich with us. Newt, uh, I want to talk about home title like in the cyber attacks. Before that, the China-Russia-Persia new iron triangle axis. Uh, people have taken their eye off the ball a little bit about Persia and about Iran. Uh, this is going to be an incredibly serious problem. You've been the tip of the spear in this for years. Can you give us a quick assessment? Because this is going to get into the attacks, all kind of articles about attacks in the United States, potential assassinations, cyber attacks, all of it, sir. Look, I think we have to take it as a matter of life and death. It's very clear that the Chinese communist leader, Xi Jinping, wants China to displace the United States as the most powerful country in the world. Uh, It's very clear that Putin has made a gamble, which is the gamble probably of his life. Uh, I mean, if he loses, there's a really good chance that he's not going to be around because his allies are going to be so disgusted with the outcome. Um, The Iranians keep proving week after week that they are what even the Biden State Department says, the largest state sponsors of terrorism on the planet. They are actively trying to get a nuclear weapon. They've said openly they want to destroy Israel. Uh, when they when they talk about destroying America, and they've had their 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 uh, equivalent of Congress uh, chanting death to America. Now, as a historian, when you have uh, people who are fanatics chant something, you should believe them. Uh, when Hitler said he wanted to wipe out all the Jews, it turned out he meant he wanted to wipe out all the Jews. Uh, when <clears throat> London wanted to take over the world, it turned out he meant he wanted to take over the world. Uh, and I take the Iranians very seriously. If they can, they're going to create the second Holocaust and wipe out Israel. If they can, they're going to defeat us and drive us out of of the out of Europe. And now, frankly, you see the Iranians, the Chinese, and others in Latin America. Uh, buying up land in Panama around the canal, doing all sorts of things. And there's an alliance in Latin America between Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. We we should realize we are in a long-term struggle for the very survival of freedom. Look, one of the things that, you know, you talk about unconventional and unrestricted <clears throat> warfare, it's the cyber attacks of the CCP, of the Iranian uh, Revolutionary uh, Army, you know, Guard, and uh, obviously all the hackers they have in Russia. One of the reasons I got fascinated by Home Title Lock was you doing all the spots in, in the uh, in the specialist form. Walk us through that. Walk us through why right now the, the American people are so susceptible to their own cyber attack, basically by taking their home, sir. Well, I mean, look, I think this is a perfect place to start because most people don't realize that their title is actually in, in cyber world. It's, it's not just sitting in a piece of paper somewhere, and so. Uh, we've had real experiences. I personally have interviewed uh, criminals who have stolen hundreds of houses, and they do it. It's, it's a particular narrow form of hacking. They go in, they get they get your title, uh, which uh, you don't even realize they're doing because it's all out there in the cyber world. They then transfer it to themselves, put their name on it. Then they go to a bank and borrow a huge amount of money against the house, basically a mortgage. Uh, then they disappear, and the bank calls you and says, when are you going to pay off this new mortgage that you didn't know you had? Uh, and in one case, uh, I, I talked to a, a particular criminal who had been in jail for years, got out of jail, and was testifying about what he had done. He told me that in the in the Tampa Bay and uh, area, he had stolen over 200 houses. And I said to him, didn't you feel bad? And he said, no, I'm a crook. 
<laughs> that's my business. It's not my fault that you're stupid. Uh, and I mean, he just was very calculating and very cold about it. In his case, after he'd had, I think, six or seven years of successful theft, his girlfriend got mad at him and turned him in. And that's how they found him. But uh, title theft is a very serious crime. And it's one which has been growing very substantially. And I think you have to recognize it literally could turn your life upside down. I mean, if you suddenly find out you don't own your own home, you find out that, in fact, you have a huge debt, but no longer titled your own home, um, <clears throat> then you have a really big problem that can change your life. And I think that uh, people don't realize how real this is. They don't realize that this is a whole new class of criminals. Uh, these are people who figured out that the real money is in stealing online rather than stealing physically. And uh, yes. I would say to anybody who owns a home that this this is a real threat. No, the, the, the CCP and the Iranians and the Russians figured it out first. The way to steal is to do it online. Uh, speaker, how do people – we're going to go – you go to Home Title Lock. We'll have it up on the, on, the, uh, on the Chiron. How do people get to you for your content? Where do they go to get uh, your podcast well, they, and all the stuff you put up? They go to two places, Gingrich360.com, which has all of our stuff. And then I do a podcast called Newt's World. But then go to newtsworld.com and we, uh, we're available. You know, and, and uh, like you, I mean, we've been friends for many years and we both have these very wide-ranging interests and curiosities. Uh, so I try to be available to people. Perfect. Speaker Gingrich. One of the top geopolitical thinkers of our time. Thank you very much for sharing this. HomeTitleLock.com. Thank you, Speaker. Cortez on the other side. HomeTitleLock.com. Let's get up in the Cairo. Back in a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 